in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of the Top 10 Show. I am John Roca. I am the one and only Mr. Madnos. Oh, the one and only. All right. Esquire. We're going to do that kind of game. Um, oh, I see. So some people have been tweeting at me that, hey, it's John Roca. And so they're dragging out the A. And in my mind, I'm like, where are you getting that from? And then it just occurred to me they're getting it from the Top 10 Show when I go, I'm John Roca. And then you oh. know, I'm at Nost. So I had no idea. There we go. Well, that uh, discover that now. So thank you, everyone, who's been tweeting at me and making fun in a playful way about that. So there you go. All right. Anyway. I wouldn't even say making fun. It's a, That was a, a tweet of endearment. Tweet of endearment. Oh, I like that. That should be a new. A or new coin movie. and lexicon on this motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hashtag tweet of endearment. Webster's listens every week. <laughs> Always on the lookout for the new trends, right? Within you know our modern day vocabulary. Who better to listen to than uh, to us, two old farts talking about exactly. shit? Who know uh, so you tweet know, of endearment that will be? I like it in the official uh, twenty twenty two. Yeah, because they're already working on their twenty twenty one. You know, <laughs> yeah. they gotta get that all lined up. They gotta put the dic- dictionary exactly. Announce the new words, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So basically, twenty twenty two. We've already gotten the okay. Mm-hmm. Whenever we come up with something that's just gold, just gold. Tweet of endearment sounds perfect to me. That's a perfect hashtag. Do you think that's the update to terms of endearment? It's just tweets yeah. of endearment. It's the uh, yeah the modern the day re- equivalent. I don't know exactly yeah. how that works for that movie. Well, the kids would have to be – the kids would have had to have had kids. So it has to be their grand, her grandkids, Deborah yeah, Wainer's grandkids doing it. To, and then also the tweet of endearment. So, right. Right, so the family maintains this fragile bond and whatnot over Twitter. Yeah. Look, Shirley MacLaine's still around. So is Jack. True. You could bring him back for a sequel for God's sakes. Uh, you could. Why not? <laughs> Why not? I can think of a few few reasons. Well, they're bringing back everybody else. Will and Grace came back. Cheers That's totally is rumored though. to be coming back. I think Terms of Endearment is a movie that could be, be remade. They just changed the name. To Tweets of Endearment? <laughs> well, it's too close <laughs> at this point. Uh, yeah. But if they do, you know, we're getting a little piece of that pie. That's true. I think if they rem- I think they already remade it called The Notebook. It was called The Notebook, I think. Uh, it's pretty much the same movie. Two old people f- falling back in love. No, uh, I mean no. That's wrong. That's the wrong. It is wrong. Sorry, I forgot about that. There was all the Jeff Daniels stuff. Yeah, the cheating. Then Nicholson was an astronaut. Exactly. With uh, Shirley MacLaine. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, I, she was older than him, right? Like Shirley MacLaine was big in the '60s with the apartment and all yeah, this but kind of stuff. Jack didn't really get his break until his late '30s. Yeah, but in the wasn't it the late sixties? So in the seventies, uh, interesting. Um, I think she yeah, was his was in the seventies. Yeah, with um, oh shit, right. the Henry Fonda, uh, Easy Rider, right? Easy Rider, and that Peter was Fonda. his first real introduction. Yeah, sixty nine. But then, I think it was still a couple of years after that before he. It was Shining, and we have one for the, the cuckoo's, cuckoo's nest. nest. Those are the ones that really solidified him. Yeah, and then from then on, he was pretty much. 
in the lexicon. Yeah. I'd say they're roughly the same age. Yeah, I think so. I mean, now you would play for someone a little younger. Yes, probably, yeah, but, to get people into the seats to see it. I just started watching uh, Godfather Harlem with Forrest Whitaker. No, what is that? It's pretty good. Is it a show or a movie? Yeah, it's a show. Wow. Uh, What's it on? He is – I can't remember. We got it on mm. the streaming uh, something or other. Um, but it's just about crime. He runs Harlem. Right. In the 60s, he gets out. It's Bumpy Johnson. Oh, yeah. And he gets out of prison from Alcatraz and he comes back and he's dealing with the five families trying to reassert his dominance over what was between 110th and 160th, I think is what yeah. it states. I was like, oh, and he's talking to, you know, uh, Paul Servino plays uh, Frank Costello. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah, no, this seems in, in you know, what Costello was wow. towards the end of his days. What's Servino look like now? I haven't seen him in forever. He looks old. Yeah. He looks old. Last time I saw him was in some weird music video. Hey, ho, music video for Black Widow uh, with Rita Ora and no, okay. What's no her idea. What's her face? The girl that did the fancy song, the Australian chick that took. Oh, the, I'm so fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but she's, I think, South African. South African? I think so. Okay. And it's uh, oh, I can't believe everybody right? listening to this is going oh, uh, Aziz. No, not Aziz. No. Uh, um, it's not Lily, right? No, no, no. It's got an A. Shit, what is this? <laughs> I'm so fancy. Because she was brought up by Iggy Azalea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iggy Azalea. Yes. And then people made the white girls. Yes. You know they made fun of her for that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he was in randomly in that music video in a poker game, and Rita Ora kicks him in the gut. In the she is Australian. All right, she is Australian. I thought it was going a little crazy, um, but yeah, uh, Rita Ora kicks Sorvino in the gut out of nowhere, and Ti is like, "Oh shit!" So I was like, "What is Sorvino doing in a music video like this?" But whatever. It was a payday, man. Man's got to work. Can't deny that. Yeah. Um... You know, they had a budget. They had an extra whatever five figure sum. I'm guessing it was right. Hey, show up for one day shooting to make whatever yeah. five. Sure, no problem. I, I would meet Sorvino's quote. Mm-hmm. It's it's not like you're getting Pacino, no De Niro, it's but you're getting, getting a solid actor. A you really are. You're good getting actor. an excellent actor. There's yeah, you are. So many excellent actors out there. There's just only so many. Yeah, there's so few that can command an yeah. astronomical number. Yeah, like when I did that independent film a few years ago with. And Armand Asante had a scene with Armand Asante. Mm-hmm. It blew my mind. But I asked my friend who's directing the, who directed the film, Andre, and I was like, how'd you get Armand Asante? He goes, there's a bunch of actors that are floating around that if you meet their quote, they'll happily do your film. Exactly, because it's a beautiful payday for very little work. Yeah. Just show up, I do what I do, and then I go back to wherever I was living before I got the call. Yep. Maybe here, but more than likely, you know, they got to play someone. Like someone like Armand Asante, I assume. Yeah. Look, you're from another country, so you have a home there, and you have a home here, yeah. and then maybe there you also have a country place or something else in another right. country or right. whatever the case is. But right. yeah, pretty sweet. It's mind blowing. He got Gronkowski to be on the film, and Dominique Swain. Remember Dominique Swain, who the was Lolita, gymnast? Lolita, the girl that was Lolita in the Jeremy Irons version of Lolita. Never saw it. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I did see. It was on HBO repeat for a while. Right. I, saw, I mean, I saw it. Right. She's in Face Off. But she plays Travolta's daughter in Face did, Off. I've seen Face Off once. 
I was so thoroughly annoyed Fair enough. by that fucking movie. I was like, no. The people were like, it's so good. And I don't understand. I will never go back and watch it. You I would, couldn't pay me. I would never say it's so good. I would say it was oh, people that enjoyable it. to watch. And there's, you know, to each their own how you saw it. But when yeah. they do that hand rake over the face, it's like, <laughs> no fucking way. I'm talking about the family. Oh, yeah. How they Show know each love. other. That's so gross. Someone just open palms you on the face. Yeah. Dad, why are we doing this? Shut up. Uh, if you know. I ever get Travolta in an interview, is the first thing I'm going to ask him. Who came up with this? Okay. <laughs> Whose choice was that? Whose was that the director? Was, yeah, right. Was that woo? I can't imagine what that marriage is. Who offers that up first? Is it him and he just paws at his wife's face one day and she's like, okay, so we show affection. <laughs> like the fur reaction. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? That's what I would do. Why are you putting – I wouldn't like jump back, yeah. but I'd just be staring him in the eye as their hands slowly went down my face going, why are you doing this? <laughs> this, this isn't right. Okay. But I love you, so – it's yeah. fine. Would that be a deal breaker? No. Uh, the, the the needing to put the hand over the face? No. But All right. it would be a weird day. Are you telling me that's a deal breaker for you? I, I, no, I, no, I wouldn't. I don't know. It would depend on the person. Of course. Yeah. But if you genuinely loved them, just like, right. All right. Well, you know, my wife and I have our stupid things too. Yeah. Yeah. Lindley's this way. When we when we go to bed, like after she showers, she doesn't like, like I can't touch her face. She doesn't like her face to be touched okay. when she showers and she's getting in bed. She doesn't think about it. Um, in the morning, daytime, no problem. But after the shower, which is nice, she's the big thing about cleaning, man. She showers every night, every night without fail. Are, are, I'm not that way. Apparently, there are people who shower in morning and night. Uh, I shower yeah, every it's morning, not night. It's supposed to be not good for you because it dries out your skin. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, but I guess if you're eating enough like you know, oils and whatnot, right, right, right. getting enough fish or getting enough whatever the case mm-hmm. is, then maybe you can handle it. She's got a thing about it, man. Catherine takes a, sh- a shower after basically going outside every time. Re- what? Just in that, if she gets home at 4 p.m., yeah. she'll take a shower after work. And if we go out and have dinner and watch a movie, when we get home, she takes a shower. Because oh, really? she won't get into bed with right. the filth of outside that's, on her. That's the way Lily is. And when she said it like that, but I have to stop her and be like, don't take a shower because we're going to X. And she's like, oh, right. oh, I forgot about that. And be like, unless you want to shower twice, go right ahead. But you'll be showering twice within like four Have you hours. caught her in the bathroom like... Just about to turn on the shower? No, I've oh, caught her okay. when she's coming down the stairs and she's already showered going, oh, I guess we're not going <laughs> out. And she's like, oh, fuck, we, were, we are supposed to. That's all right. I'll text them. Let them know. <laughs> sometimes we go. Sometimes it's like I, I don't feel like. Really? Close and it all home. hinges on the shower. I So sometimes I got to stop her. <laughs> Other times she will. That's great. Saturday she took a shower and I was like, oh, I thought we were going to go do these things. And she's like, fine. But once we got out, yeah. she was perfectly fine. Had a good time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then took a yeah. shower when she got home. <laughs> yeah, only very much. Like there's no question. She could be asleep on the couch at 11.45 at night. When I wake her up to drag her into bed – she will go right to the shower first. It's a five-minute, seven-minute shower, but okay. she needs to do it. No, I can fall asleep Yeah, without just like – I can't. I had a l- long yeah. day. I'm tired. Exactly. Exactly. She gets mad at me. She's like, you're bringing your filth of the – and I'm like, I, look, you you signed up for this. You stay so. on your side of the bed. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let me live my life. <laughs> Dude, my wife doesn't like it either. Yeah. Right. I do it less than I used to, but All I like right. to shower in the morning. I right. always have. I don't have the energy to shower twice a no. fucking day. I just don't. So I do. My right. hair is more oily at the end of the day. Right. So my pillowcase, we got these new bamboo ones. Oh. And they're super comfortable. That's all I want is super comfortable. I sleep on sheets just with a top sheet. So I have my own top sheet. Nice. And that's it. I don't need a comforter. You don't, don't share the sheet with her? 
No, because she needs a comforter year round. Oh, oh right, because she gets cold a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Lindley's that way. Doesn't matter. It's fucking insane. So, do you think he, women are just built this way? They're colder than men? I don't know what it is. Yeah, the, the, it seems our physiology is they're always colder than men. Perhaps because we get more fat around our midsection. It helps us. <laughs> Retain, you know, they get theirs more in their legs. Speak for yourself, man. So, well, I'm just saying, but <laughs> I'm, I'm the one with the core heat here. Section. Yeah, right. I don't know. Maybe we run a little bit hotter. I, I mean, we, we do, do burn more calories on average. We day. do. Something like 400 extra calories. We do. And most of the calories you're burning throughout the day is just maintaining homeostasis. Yes. So it's just keeping it at 98.6, your body churns through. Right. So maybe we just churn through. We keep it at a higher temp longer. It's certainly possible. I, I don't know. But yeah, no, she gets cold. Drop that's all. Yeah, yeah. But with these new bamboo sheets, and within like a month, you could just see where my like I had gone to bed. <laughs> we hadn't, I hadn't washed sheets yet. Washed in and waited three weeks, a month, and I was gonna wash them again. And just you could see where my head had been. Oh, that's another thing. She has to wash the sheets every week. She washes the sheets every Saturday. I can't. Yeah, she does. She she gets so mad. The most I've done is every two to three weeks. Yeah, but. yeah. When I was living, you'd lucky if I washed them once oh. a month. When I, if I lived alone? alone? Oh, yeah. 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 That gets done every few months. Yeah, every few months. Every few months. That's no lie. Because it's just me getting in there. Exactly. Yeah. I do have company over, and mm. I do take care of the sheets after company. Well, absolutely. Of course. But if if I had a dry spell, which happened. Sure. Of course. You know, we didn't all. Can't be crushing at all time. Okay. As much as you'd like to be. <laughs> uh, yeah. Two to three months. Yeah. Just it's like, not standard. It's me. It's yeah. just me. I don't care. It's just me getting into the bed yeah. with myself. Trust me. Well, and you start comparing yourself to other dudes you know, and yeah. be like, in your head, after yeah. the argument, if somebody came in, do you have no? Do have you been to Dave's place? It's disgusting. <laughs> My place is a billion times better than that. You don't have that point of reference, but that's another dude I know. Right. I had a friend. It was. Uh, I think I've told you this in the past, but who knows? His name is actually Dave. That's why I use him as an example. Yeah. Uh, great cook. Wow. Great. Really good cook. But his kitchen was the filthiest thing I've ever seen. So much so that when, because he'd invite me over like once a month and he'd make me a meal. He's just, I make enough for two, three people. So I invite a couple people and it's a fucking great meal. Right. And uh, just trash, like empty container from this over here, an Amazon box just over in the corner and whatnot. And he had a dead cockroach and he stamped them out like two days before. Oh. And I was like, Dude, are you going to get that? He's like, dah. And then I still ate the meal. It tasted great. But it's one of those of Dave Dave lived like an animal on some level. See, and this is my fear with Snyder, Jeff Snyder. Snyder keeps inviting me over to watch The Insider at, at his house. I, looking at the his- The Russ Crowe movie? Yeah, because I've never seen it. His slovenly appearance uh, makes me feel like his place would look like what you just described. My buddy Dave is fastidious, to say the least. Oh, okay. You know, uh, usually has n- very nice clothes on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, beard is well trimmed. Keeps a haircut at all times. It never gets shaggy. He's in good shape. Right. He went to Carnegie Mellon for, Ooh. you know, he used to wor- uh, work at a company in Silicon Valley and had shares in the company and all that. Nice. And he sold it all back to him, moved down here and started writing and performing. Wow. But that's what he wanted to do. Like, the rest of his life, he's got pretty locked in. Yeah. And then you go to his house and you're like, you're a fucking animal. <laughs> I would never, I've never seen someone live like this outside of watching yeah. cable shows. Just like. <laughs> About stoners. Yeah, yeah now right. with the internet, it's just like, this is what we walked into. And some landlord walking through the devastation of somebody who's been throwing McDonald's wrappers in the corners oh, for yeah, three years. Oh, yeah, hoarders and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, beyond that shit. 
Yeah, that's my fear with Snyder. That's my fear. Like I go over there, I, I was like, oh, Jesus. I don't get that fully from him. Okay, there might be clothes everywhere and stuff. Right, right. Yeah, who knows? maybe, maybe. I might break down maybe one day and go over to his house. I just fear it like nobody's business. Just seems so weird, dude. You got to come over and watch the Insider with me. He's he just has a thing about it now. He's come at me on Twitter. Every time, like today, even twice, he's like, what are you doing tonight? What are you doing tonight? I'm like, I'm recording stuff. He's like, oh, you can't come watch The Insider? And then I mentioned that I'm going to see The Joker. I saw it last night, Joker. Uh, but, uh, Zip it, recording. I'm seeing it tomorrow. I know, no, I'm not getting anything away. But I was going to go see it again at IMAX this weekend because uh, Lindley's out of town. Um, and he goes, you know, are you going to see a movie you've seen already? Or are you going to come over to my place and watch a movie you've never seen? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm going to watch Dude, you're going to show up and he's going to be in like a silk robe. And he bought a fake fireplace, and he's just kind of holding on to a pipe. Hey, John, make yourself at home. Care for a drink? Come on in. Yeah. With the ascot. Exactly. <laughs> just a little too comfortable for casual conversation. You know? <laughs> There's a, a weird confidence oozing out of yeah. you that I do not like. Like, he full, he like uh, puts one leg over the other as he sits down, and you can, like, it's like, it looks like a, uh, the crease in a dress. Yeah. It's like, oh. Those are naked legs. No thanks. No thanks. I thought you were going to say he was going to basic instinct you. No, uh, no. Just open up. <laughs> get a shot of the goods. Hey, John. I fucking did one time. The Snyder goods. <laughs> Years ago. So uh, <laughs> comics used to come to my house. I, I was the only one that basically lived the closest to the club. Mm. And I lived alone. So I had one bedroom. We'd come over and we'd play poker. And just stay. It basically was an excuse to drink till six in the morning. Right. So it'd be like four or five, six of us, and I just got a new bed. I was so excited, and I was like, "Oh, dude!" I told my buddies, "Like, fucking check it out! I got a new bed!" And I ran in, I jumped on the bed. I was so excited because I had the bed, but I just had regular shorts on and nothing underneath. And all of a sudden, my balls are just hanging out, and he stared straight at my balls. And we'd only been friends for a couple of months, so he thought until like a month later that I was making a move of some kind. <laughs> Because they came out and I was so like seductive laying on my bed. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't know until oh, like six months later after we were brilliant. best of friends, just <laughs> practically inseparable. But he's like, "Do you remember that night?" And I was like, "Yeah, dude, I was so excited about the bed. Your balls <laughs> flopped out. Do you not? Did you not realize that?" And I was like, "No idea. My balls were out." Oh, wow. oh, so you didn't know till he told you, or you did know and no, you covered it up? No wow. idea that it happened. How funny. They were just loose bags. I changed. <laughs> a couple other dudes did because they knew they were crashing. They weren't going to leave. So we right, just got right, into right. some fucking, got out of, you know. I got heat in here. It's cold out there. Why do we need all, all yeah, I don't these? know what your stand-ups do, man. That's all your world, dude. That's oh, no, that's just world. basically it's a fucking, you can sleep in your jeans or you can just leave a pair of shorts over here because you're over here five, six nights a week. Oh, yeah, right on. So if you want to get drunk and crash on the floor or on the couch. By all means. Yeah, I don't have a roommate. Out. I don't give a shit. Right, right. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, it makes it easy on me. Now I can get as drunk as I want. We're all, the party's right here. And swing your balls around. And swing my balls around. <laughs> Show the people the goods. I was, I the didn't pipples. Know, I was exuding like a fucking alpha. Yeah. Over, you know? Yeah, you were. Put them in their place. Yeah, you kind of showed your dominance. <laughs> These are my balls These on my, my nice balls. bed. Suck it. Uh, anyway, so. <laughs> uh, this is my previous bed. Was one of those uh, uh, select comforts? Oh yeah! Oh, and I had an early, I guess, iteration of it, and it was oh. just dog shit. Oh, okay. I hated that. That's a shame. They say it's gotten better. It, I would it has. never, yeah, ever buy one of those things. Yeah. It was the worst bed. Like I had a bad back at the age of twenty four. Oh wow, twenty five from that thing. Right, right. It went away once I got a good bed and yeah. proper support. Slept it's, right. It's they're not lying about beds, man. Beds are like 
super important to your body. <laughs> oh, yeah. They really are. Like, I used to sleep, like, I used to get all kinds of body pains in my back and stuff like that when I slept on, because I wouldn't buy a new mattress for like 15 years or 10 years. Like, it's a long time. Yeah. But when I got climbed into Lindley's bed, when she was still living in El Segundo, I was like, what the fuck is this? And apparently the mattress uh, was like a $1,500 mattress that she had gotten. Oh, dude, uh, I've spent more than and that I was on like, a mattress crap. before. Yeah. Well, and I went to um, Living Spaces and they have those like, mm-hmm. you know, those uh, – the uh, what a, a foam – whatever those things are. The ones yeah, that there's around. two different types of foams. Poshopedic yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, there's a, a gel foam mm-hmm. and then there's a different – I can't remember what it is, but – they both have trade offs as to why they're good yeah. and why they're not. Yeah. There's actually IKEA has a good mattress for like eight, nine hundred bucks for a king. Really? It's got wow. I like a pillow top mm-hmm. with a gel underneath that. And they've got like a variation of that. Yeah. It's, a, it's a fucking you know box spring underneath, but it's a specialized box spring. Right, right, right. There's not actually I'm pardon me, part of the mattress is like a spring thing. Mm-hmm. So you don't need a box spring if you don't really want one. Right. And uh that was not bad. We got a one of those memory foam ones, but then we've got then two pads on top of it. Nice. Yeah. Oof. When we moved into our place, the old owner was just like, I'm leaving all my stuff except for what I can fit in my car because he was going to retire. Yeah. And then this was his son's place. His son passed away unexpectedly. Oh, no. So he was retired. He moved down here to handle the basically his estate mm-hmm. and getting this house flipped over and sold. And he was, he was supposed to retire in Florida like five years ago. Wow. So he's he just like, whatever I can fit in my Lexus is what I'm taking to Florida and the rest <laughs> is yours. So we got a free... California King. Wow. Brand new mattress nice. that he bought, and it's like a year old. Nice. Yeah. But we had to buy a two-pack because apparently this old dude liked to live on a very firm mattress. Oh, yeah, yeah, Really nice guy, but I was like, I don't know how you did it with you know old joints and shit. Sometimes people are into that fucking firm shit. I don't get it. You have to be a back sleeper. It's the only way it makes sense. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm yeah, a side sleeper. I, I am me too. I'm yeah. in the fetal position every time. Okay. That, that's that's the more comfortable. Do you do pillow between legs? No. I don't change do my shit. life. Change really? my life. Oh, it's the yeah. best. Oh, wow. It, well, it just aligns my hips, mm-hmm. so I never wake up with kind of achy hips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one leg isn't kind of screwing up my posture overall. It it makes a world of difference, man. I started doing it like six years ago, seven years ago. Your achy, breaky hips. Yeah, I got bad hips. <laughs> my, I do. My thing is, because my head is so fucking large, and, and I have shoulders that are broader than my, it's uncomfortable to sleep without the second pillow on the bed. So I have to have a second pillow unless I sleep on the side. When I sleep on the side, then I, I shove my hand underneath the pillow okay. and then create kind of a bridge. When we cuddle in bed, I have to jack the pillow out so that my head can rest comfortably when we're spooning, in essence. Uh, if I don't, I become very irritable because my head feels like it's like, you know, even with sure. yoga, I had to have the block for my head because it's such a distance between my head and the floor because it's this long fucking shoulder of mine, it's frustrating as hell, dude. But the the the, the pillow between the legs, I probably don't need it. It's more the pillow yeah. up yeah, here I, to balance getting, my body out. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever your yeah. thing is. It's just someone told me to try it and it worked for me. Yeah, right yeah. on. We don't uh, cuddle because I say Catherine sleeps like a toddler. She flips around. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, just rolling over and this. And mm-hmm. sometimes, I, you know, you see her and her knees are perched up. It's like she's got them up. They're at a 90-degree angle type of thing. Like oh. they're under – not under her butt, but you know what I mean? Making a teepee. So oh, speak. sure, sure, sure. And another time, you know, she just moves a lot in her wow. sleep. So there's wow. just no chance. Yeah. With the, we, we cuddle the beginning, but then I start to snore. Once I snore, it's over. Once I start to snore, I'm I'm pushed to roll over. Oh, sure. Yeah. Early on, I'm saying like – Yeah. yeah. The wake beginning... up in the middle of the night together. Right. Just, nah. We don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't. 
I will be awake. She will not. Yeah. She's elbowed me in the head and not woken up. Just <laughs> oh, wow. Full on. Yeah. It was when we had a queen. We've been, you know, married for eight months, nine mm-hmm. months, mm-hmm. and just pow, she rolled over on her right hand side and just her, she was going to sleep basically kind of on her stomach, yeah. more so like this weird angle. Just bam, right with her, right. <laughs> Woke me the fuck up. She's, uh, yeah. She kind of glanced me with her left once across the chin. Oh, shit. Because she was like, she just stretched her arm out, and then that one didn't really connect, but it was close, and I was just falling asleep. It's like, hey. Uh, <laughs> the elbow, I, I had been asleep for like an hour, and wow. then I just got clocked in the fucking head. Holy shit, dude. King makes a difference, though. That shit does not happen. Oh, no, I can't wait. When we move into our next place, we're getting a fucking California king, because... Well, massive. Do you, want, do you want a regular king? You want a ca- cow king is longer. That's what I want. And less width. Oh, well, whatever one's going to make it feel like we, I, you we want don't even know with each other's on the bed. Yeah, you want a king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're both not 6'8". Yeah, right, exactly. So you don't need the extra. So it's 76 width versus 72 length. Yeah. And the cow king is 74, 72 width or 70 oh, width and okay. then 76 or 78 oh, length. Oh, okay. I didn't know So that. you lose, you know, somewhere between four and six inches yeah. of the overall width. I don't want you to lose width. Definitely not going to lose. Yeah. Definitely. I'm only 5'11", 5'10". I know. We prefer a regular king, but at the same time, it's a free mattress. Yeah, true. Well, it was of course. A mattress. Of course, of course, of course. And my mattress at that point was like nine years old, yeah, 10 years it's, old. It's not like either one of you are 6'1", too, that would make it a weird kind yeah. of combo. You guys are not, you know. 5'10 and change. Yeah, exactly. And she's 5'8", so it's it's perfectly fine. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this anyway. week's show... <laughs> How, how long was that? Mattress talk for 25 minutes? 25 minutes. Exactly. 25, there you go. That's what you get. That's the beauty of the top 10. That's right. Tune it into a uh, film, a movie, you know, podcast. Yeah. And you get mattress talk. That's well, the beauty. The truth is we haven't had one of these like long-winded uh, uh, intros to the show in quite some time. Do you so. think it's uh, subconsciously because we're going to have a decent a number of the same movies? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think there's going to be two you have that I don't have. Okay. Um, and then I, I'm going to have, obviously, a couple, but two I'm, for sure you have that I don't have. I'm curious to see what you have that I didn't think about. Because every, every once in a while on these lists, you throw one in there that I didn't, didn't even consider. Well, it, it's also kind of a nebulous definition. Mm, it's mm. funny you say nebulous. Yep. <laughs> what is nebula? Okay. All right. Uh, I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to write that on the side right now. <laughs> And uh, perhaps somebody's list just changed a little bit. Well, that you know what? That'll bump off my bullshit 10. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Look at that. Just like that. The list yeah, has been no, changed. Uh, well, it looks like at least, one, at least one of our movies is making the list <laughs> together. All right. There you go. Oh, perfect. Easy peasy done. All right. Well, the one I was knocking off was a cheat anyway, so it doesn't even really oh, matter. Oh, fair enough. Double okay. impact. Oh, yeah. That is a cheat. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like seeing a man in the mirror. It's uh, who the fuck are you? We're the exact same. I didn't know you existed. Uh, it's likely meeting your clone <coughs> or meeting your past self or future self or whatever True. the case is. It's a different, you know, it's another universe of you. Your clone. Uh, this uh, is what it could have happened to you had you grown up somewhere else. That's fair. It was a cheat. Um, so this week, as Matt mentioned, we're doing uh, top ten man in the mirror movies based because of Gemini Man coming out, where you see a. Uh, older Will Smith taking on a younger Will Smith. It's Will Smith versus Will Smith. It is. Gemini <laughs> this Man. is all the Will Smith you can handle. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, let's see if this does well. Yeah. That trailer, I've seen it a couple times. I think it's a dud. Anytime Clive Owen shows up in a big movie, I go, oh boy. 
Ah, uh, really? You put this at his feet? I don't. I'm telling you, look at it. You know, Clive doesn't always uh, pick the best material. He's a uh, good, good actor. I think that about Charlie Hunnam. Whatever uh, movie he's in, I think outside of what Triple Frontier. Yeah, I didn't think that was that good anywhere. I thought it was good. Yeah, you I didn't think it was Triple great. Frontier. I didn't think it was. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, a couple parts are like, really? They they followed you all the way? Okay, yeah. I guess. He was you terrible know. in King Arthur, though. Woof. Uh, I, didn't. I didn't like that movie. Didn't see it. <sighs> didn't bad. see it. But. Yeah, Pacific Rim, not oh, good to me. Nope. Uh, what else has he been? I'm not a Sons of Anarchy fan. Neither am I. Well, he's in the new. Oh, uh, was that uh, Amazon film with Robert Pattinson? Oh, uh, something to Z. Lost City of Z. Lost City of Z. Right, Fell right, right. That. <laughs> I was tired. It had nothing to do with the movie. I was dog tired. I had a long day. And came mm-hmm. home, and Catherine's like, "Let's watch this." And I think I made ten minutes, and I was wow. out. Wow. Yeah, I was just fucking zonked. I had a long day. Nothing against him. I want him to succeed because yeah. I like a lot of, of what he does. It's just the projects you've chosen, man. I like him favorites. in Green Street Hooligans. He's really good in that as, okay. the, as the main guy that's helping Elijah Wood. Um, but he is also in the new uh, Guy Ritchie film, and they just dropped the trailer on the day we're recording this, this morning. What is it? The Gentleman. Okay, and it's uh, him and Hugh Grant and Henry Golding from Crazy Rich Asians and Colin Farrell and Michelle Dockery from Downton Abbey, Lady Mary, uh, all of them, and it's this kind of like shit that's going down with around marijuana. Oh, McConaughey in there as well as the American, all the shit going down about marijuana. So it's uh, looks like a looks like a guy Richie going back to the gangster stuff that he did in the past, but with a little more of an older eye to it, a little more of a mature eye to it. So it looks it looks fun. Did you see the Downton movie? Yeah, I did. I loved it. Wow, really? I, I saw it, it in London. I thought it was pointless. What? Pointless. We're going to do a mini review right now? Why do you mean it's pointless? Sure. Spoiler alert. Okay. Before we get into, we should probably start that. <laughs> yeah, we because start I don't have show. a lot of time. Yeah, it's true. You what do have a hard Let's album. do one minute. Why didn't? Why do you, why do you think it was pointless? Hey, it's because, uh, you know, uh, okay, spoiler alert, obviously. Mm. The downstairs would never really revolt in that way, but it was fun because you get to see all these people, but they focused on... The cook's assistant who yeah. may or may not get married, and why are we focusing on her, her when we have all these other established characters like mm. the the other couple that is uh, – he's the valet for um, – Bates and Anna? Yeah, Mr. Bates you. and Anna, yeah. I would prefer to have seen something with them because they were more part of the show. Right. Maggie Smith was great that whole oh – every time she was on yeah, in the – uh, you know the the, the two older ladies, yeah, were great. Yeah, oh yeah, the, the, the that, daughter, the mayor may not have been. Yeah. That was interesting, but at the same time, like, <clears throat> why is uh, so? Tom just gets sucked into this. Like, well, I don't understand his motivation for just showing up to dissuade him of uh, what that he's Irish. Oh, right. I'm not going to cause any trouble. But then you hang around, catch on pretty quick. This dude doesn't care. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. It was just weird, it's kind and, of a shoehorn storyline. Yeah, and then he's suddenly falling in love with the other, and she's like, "We're trying to cram way too much stuff into, mm. and you're not focusing on any of the people that I." Cared about during the show. Yeah. To me, it felt like a glorified Christmas episode. Sure. Like one of those Christmas there you episodes. Go. But I, those were yeah. tighter to me. Yeah, okay. Fair. I just was happy to be back with him, man. I really was. I wanted to be. Any any negative stuff I felt it was only it was quickly uh, glossed over because I enjoyed I just want I was great to see them all coming back again. Although I, and I hope they don't do another one. Like I think that's it. I did like the the Charlie the Barrett yes. storyline. But that yes. was very you know how do gay guys meet each other right. in this era? Oh that's okay. Happened then, and they go to this. And... Well, also to see his progression, if you remember from those many seasons when he was a complete asshole. Oh, well, he's still a dick. Well, true. To a degree, yeah. Yeah. and It's uh, tempered, but... Right. It's tempered. But to see, you know, you feel sympathy for him in the situation, bit. in the movie, and what have you. So, yeah, like, he gets demoted. I, I like yeah. All of that. 
Bates, oh, I mean, uh, Carson coming in was great as well. So I Yeah, but that. I would love to have had more Carson and mm-hmm. yeah. you know, the muni they lead. Just like, really? It doesn't seem like these. that's the type of people they are. Well, and that's why I think it was fun. Oh, and what's his name that went off to be a teacher that came back just to serve for this? Mr. Uh, Mr. Mosley. Mosley, yeah. <laughs> when he crowed that line in the middle of dinner, that was good. He was so good. His curtsy was the best. <laughs> yeah, was. <laughs> Slowly leaning back, he's almost going to fall. Loved it. Yeah, Loved that, it. There were aspects. <sighs> Anyway, we better get into this. Yeah, once we set a topic, we go our individual ways and create personal top ten. Let's show back up here. I do my bottom three. He does his bottom three. I do my next two. He does his next two. Then we trade one apiece. Once we have revealed our personal top ten list, we create the shows between the two of us. Boom. Jumping right in. Number right. ten, then, for me is movie, eh, The Island. Oh, yeah. No, not on my list. Go ahead. Okay. Because you have one right. of the other two, although I can't believe I didn't think of that one. Uh, just kind of dumb. Oh, well. We got it on the list, guys, and that's all that mattered. It's, you know, it's interesting in that sure. it's kind of a Westworldy type of idea. Yeah, sure. Where now this is an organ farm, and they, they need to live on some in some capacity. You can't just grow the organ because it doesn't transplant well, right, or whatever right. the case is. So they actually have a life, and they're this entire society. They think that winning the lottery is going off to heaven, in essence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. And if, so they go in to get harvested for whatever is needed. And I mean, it's brutal to yeah. think about. Okay, so then what defines a person? What doesn't? But it's very slick. It's a car commercial. Yeah, fit into a sci-fi movie. What's well, Michael Bay? It is. Um, and I think it was a, obviously Logan's Run did this uh, a version of this concept as well. I just think could have, I think if it had been in better hands, maybe and nothing against Michael Bay, obviously. Yeah. But I think it would have actually carried a bit more weight to it. You know, he he's he glossed this thing up without the normal kind of foundation of fun that he puts into his films, and he didn't have it in this one. And the Scarlet and Ewan were it was just a weird chemistry all around. Yeah. I mean, the Buscemi scene was the best scene. The the only reason. It uh, really makes my list, list is because of the two that I cut that I'm like, I'm just not a fan. Yeah. I could passively watch this one, whereas gotcha. those I just – there's no chance of me ever going, oh, that's on. I could put it on in the background. Right, right, right. Whereas that is just like I can catch up at any point. I know exactly what's going on. I can yeah. watch for five, ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, All right. It's mindless. Yeah, fair enough. But I feel like after you just schooled me on one that you have that I don't have, <laughs> I screwed up like a couple – because I don't – it's one of those movies of I can't believe this is making my list. Right. All right. What's your number nine? Uh, number nine is Predestination. <sighs> I don't think I've seen that one. With Ethan Hawke. Okay. Predestination. Um, Interesting. Okay. Do you want to see it? No. No. Go ahead. Okay. It's not one of those films I've run out to see. I've only seen it once. It was right okay. after there was a bunch of hype on it. It's kind of like how we saw First Reformed. Okay. It came out in the theaters. Enough people like, yeah, to see this uh, – but now with all the movie passes and whatnot, I should have seen First Reformed when it came out, but I just got busy. Mm-hmm. Whereas when Predestined came out, it's like I still have to buy individual tickets to all these, and I'm willing to do it. But it's a lot easier when you just scan the app and, hey, what's coming out? Yeah. Uh, as opposed to hunting down. And sometimes for a movie this more than likely the release was so small, you would have to hunt it down. It's yeah. going to be at Sunset 5 and <clears throat> one other place, one right. random out in Santa Monica or something. Right. Um, so Ethan Hawke plays a, like a government official that has to go back in time to figure out who this specific bomber was oh. and then runs into a female character who uh, – and the, the two of them kind of form a bond. Okay. And then he, he – this is all while he has gone back to 1970 – mid-70s in New York and whatnot. And uh, he's got a job as like a bartender or something and friends are there. Okay. But anyway, so they, it's just kind of gathering information. But it turns out that – 
in essence, he is the agent, the bomber, and the woman. <coughs> oh, wow. Yeah, all oh, in wow. one. So she is him after like this whole, it comes together at the end, and you're like, oh, wow. Okay. Did it work for you? Yeah, it did. Okay. More that the thing is, I don't know how often I'm going to go back and rewatch it. Gotcha. Whereas there are others on this list. It was super interesting. And it gets oh. to the end. It's like, oh, okay. That's why I was, you know, first reformed. All right, what do you got for me, Ethan? You keep putting out these interesting, weird little movies. Right, so right. I'll watch this. And I like first reformed much more. The ending still makes me, you know, inquisitive, so I to need, speak. I need to see that movie. That one's good. That one's, I would put that over this one. Predestination? Yeah. Okay. All right. Which number eight? Uh, predestination is good. Uh, number eight is us. Uh, yeah, that's my number. Oh, is that a punt? I think that's a punt for me. Hold on, let me see. Where did I put us? Sorry. Uh, no, it's my number nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What did you think of the movie? Yeah. Um, I liked it. Yeah. I wanted to enjoy it more, mm-hmm. and I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, it's you know you're forcing expectations on it. They. In a perfect world, you would just go into it with nothing and just enjoy it for what it was. Yeah. But, hey, the first movie he did was Get Out. Yeah. Here's his follow-up. <laughs> and the trailer looked spooky as hell. It did. Like, I have no idea what's going on. This is crazy. And then the first wave of people that I didn't, I didn't get to see it opening weekend, they were like, it's good. Mm. And then I saw it. I didn't feel connected at the end on that final reverse. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I had to sit like the... I didn't mind it. I liked it. Uh, I, I, like you, I don't think it got to – obviously didn't get to get out levels, but I still enjoyed it for what it was. I thought it was an interesting concept. And when it's horror, I always appreciate them going nuttier and wackier with horror if it's an artistic approach to it, which yeah. is what I felt this film had. Um, when it's like you know, Jason takes Manhattan, I don't give a fuck. But something like this that is seeking to push the boundaries of the genre, then that excites me. And I like it. And whether it works or not – is always up to you. Okay. And uh, I think some of it didn't work, but a lot of it did work for me. Uh, enough some, for me to enjoy it. That's for sure. I just think these well, other films I enjoy more. Because <clears throat> eventually, like, uh, you know, I had to watch. I, I needed to seek out other people's opinions as mm-hmm. to the overall scope of the meaning. So oh, I could right, right, right. For my opinion, because it was just like, okay, I think I understand this. Yeah. But what, what does this mean to you? Because maybe you can help me like wrap my head around it. Right. Um, whereas in Get Out, I walked out going, wow, that worked on so many different levels. Yeah, and this yeah. resonated here, here, and here. So it was just putting – and like you, I'm not saying I didn't like the movie. Right. I enjoyed it. Just was hoping for another Grand Slam. Yep. And this was like, a, you know, a triple. Yeah. Yeah, triple. I, I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, all right. <clears throat> that was your 10, 9, and 8? Correct. So my 10 is Time Cop. Oh, yeah, because yeah. he runs back into... Yeah, Ron Silver. Boom, that takes Island off, dude. You, this, okay. is, this is called uh, <laughs> the <laughs> Top Roca this week. <laughs> yeah, no, I love this. Uh, I, listen, I love this that is... I put a fake Van Dam on, and there's a real Van Dam. <laughs> yeah, well, this one, this is the best of the Van Dams. Time Cop, you could argue this is the best. So one. you've seen it, because when I brought it up yeah. on, I think, a passing conversation within the past couple of years, you're like, oh, I've never seen that. What is No, that? no, I've seen Time Cop. The one uh, where he's got to deal with the politician. They're based out of D.C. Right. Yeah. Oh, you, I swear to God. I, I saw every Van Damme movie up to the quest in the theater. After that, I did not see. I swear to God. There was a one called Time Rider that was different from the 80s. No, no, I remember no. that It one. was Time Cop because I okay. explained to you 
because uh, the the guy that plays the villain, yeah, Ron like, Silver, boom, yeah, he came up in another conversation. I think it bled over into oh, it was like, oh, yeah, he was great in Time Cop, and you're oh, like, yeah, what's yeah. Time Cop? It's like it's the Van Damme one where he's got the they work out yeah. of DC. That's yeah. a good one. That's a damn good one. Yeah, and, I, and so he goes back because he's the villain in the movie. Uh, Ron Silver is because he's, he's a guy who's discovered a time machine. Yeah, and he goes and steals money to from the past to fund himself in the present. Uh, and there's a scene where he goes and sees the the, the where uh, Van Damme is trying to show him what he ends up. So he grabs a younger version of himself of this senator and comes face to face and sees the older version of himself and the what happens to him. And uh, uh, that was just a fun thing to see in the film and enjoyable. Obviously, yeah. it wasn't extended throughout the whole movie, but just having that sequence go and then the way it resulted with them with uh, the singularity. Yeah, the singularity. That was pretty cool. Oh, it was. Yeah. It's anytime I hear that in come up in other movies, an explanation of time travel. Yeah. Like, oh, you can't touch each other. It's the first visual that I go to. Right. Is Ron Silver. Just like, oh, hey, boo, that sucks. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> yeah. Singularity. Uh, yeah. Who knows? I mean. Of course. Who, who knows? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. knows, but he died. In Or Tony Stark knows, but he died. Um, no, the, uh, the, the Time Cop is the best of the Van Dams, just like Under Siege is the best of the Seagulls. Not it, even close. It, it, you know, those were the ones. Yeah. You know, those were the top ones of each But see, of with Van Damme, though, I can make <sighs> Kickboxer I love. Bloodsport I love. Bloodsport, Bloodsport I love. Yeah, certainly. Is in the discussion. Yeah. That, Double Impact, Time Cop, like those are through JVCD, but I almost don't count oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's a whole other thing. It is. That's a great film. It is. It's damn good. Yeah. It, I mean, arguably his best. That that shows you that the man is an actor. He's a true actor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you haven't seen JCVD. You need to see that. Uh, all right, so my number, number nine was Us already. <clears throat> what are you uh, going to fuck up my list with on this one? Eight is 2001, A Space Odyssey. Because uh, okay. he goes and sees the different versions of himself at the end of the movie and interacts with the different versions of himself when he becomes the space baby. So he's watching himself through different stages of life. Okay. And they're watching him back. And so I found I find that to be – I think this qualifies. But it's lower on my list because – not because of quality of film, obviously, but because it's not an extended scene or a big part in terms of the overall arc, uh, arc okay. of the movie. Yeah, it's I never about, would have come up with – although obviously yeah. I screwed up my list well, this no. week. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I wish I enjoyed that movie as much as everybody else. Oh, yeah. Right. It's, I totally respect that. It's I, a different – you know, I love it. It's number thing two, is, number one. Shining, Bye-bye. full metal jacket mm. – um, I can't do Barry Lyndon. I just can't. Hey, I don't <laughs> don't even count that. Clockwork Orange. Yeah, Clockwork. Uh, Doctor Strange. Love. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know Spartacus for its technical achievement. Hell yeah, it's pro- so professionally done. He didn't direct it from the beginning, so like he was able to uh, steer Put the ship home. Yeah, yeah. Paths, Paths of Glory is fantastic as well that he directed. Sure. Yeah, but, but there's so many others. <clears throat> where, like I thoroughly enjoy that in mm-hmm. 2001. I just like I don't. Yeah, it's fascinating. I don't understand it. <laughs> and I think the lack of philosophical dis- debate within myself mm. is what ultimately resonates with me. Just like it doesn't make me ponderous. Yeah. Whereas other Kubrick films or films like that usually do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that one just kind of leaves me inert. And I'm like, no, I just. That's ironic because it's definitely I know. the most philosophical. It is, without a doubt. Yeah. And to me, it just looks like, I don't know, it's incoherent to me. Wow. I don't – not saying what he's doing is incoherent. Right, 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 right. It's my intelligence of it is incoherent. Yeah. I don't understand 
right? So I'm in the weeds. Understood. Yeah, and when people try and explain it to me, it's just like, I just can't assign that value to <laughs> it. I don't, it doesn't make sense. And I'm just watching a space baby, like, <laughs> or monkeys fighting an obelisk. Yeah. Like, I realize what other people have told me this is supposed to be interpreted as. Yeah. Okay. Right, right. All right, what's your number seven? Uh, seven for me is multiplicity. The Mike Keaton. Oh, shit. Why didn't I think of that one? Dude, he runs into... Of course. That's the whole movie. Shit. I think I was trying to keep closer to where they run into each other in time, and you're doing clone stuff, so I get Well, just man in the mirror, okay, I'm running into myself. Now, this is variations of of myself. Of course, of course. This is aspects of my personality. This makes so much sense. Kind of come to their own. Yeah, multiplicity is great, Michael Keaton. You You have a... you have a very deep fascination with Michael Keaton. Like you enjoy, you love Michael Keaton. Wouldn't you say? <laughs> it sounds like I'm Snyder and he's you in this. Hey, you, Mike. You would show him your my balls. balls are out. <laughs> There's a T-shirt. My balls are out for, and then we just personalize it for whoever wants it. A Patreon exclusive. Oh, that'd be perfect. Patreon.com, Patreon.com forward slash the top ten with the number ten. You can just you get go. that T-shirt right over there. <laughs> um, yeah, it was when it came up, I was like, oh, that's a good one because he runs into tons of variations. Yes, yes. It's all the facets of who you are, the man in the mirror. Isn't Gina Davis's wife in this movie? No, it's Andy McDowell. Andy McDowell, right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's one of those comedies that I really think Keaton, maybe Hanks, like to pull off all the different aspects oh, yeah, and have yeah. them all still likable, even the machismo. Yeah. Is, is still like there's, there's still every man Michael Keaton-ish to it. Yeah. And Hanks can get that. It'd be kind of tough. Yeah. Because uh, you still need like the earnest, the mm-hmm. the more in touch with his feelings character, right. the dipshit. <laughs> Isn't it based on a Shakespeare play? I uh, oh, I don't know if it's based on a Shakespeare play. It's I like an know. updated. You got a laptop right in front of you. I know, you. but I don't know if it's a clone situation. I don't you know if Shakespeare ever talking but about you're using clones. your phone. No, not clones, but. They, they took the idea of multiple personalities or something along those lines and maybe multiple characters and uh-huh. melded it down into one. Okay. I don't know. I don't know why I think that. But I think it. What does the old compu box say? Mm. He is using his phone still, folks. Yeah. He's dialing those keys in. It's only telling me like the synopsis of the movie. So I'm going to type in multiplicity in Shakespeare and see what comes up. Well... Some would argue that's probably what you should have done first. Yeah, well, some would. But those people are jerks. You yeah, know what I mean? Jerks. Head. I show my balls at those people. No tweets of endearment from them. <laughs> uh, no. Okay, I'm crazy. I don't see anything. That's fine. I don't know what I'm conflating then. Well, Shakespeare and Multiplicity is a book by Brian Gibbons where oh. he talks about how you can uh, see the, uh, the multiple BG? things being repeated throughout his plays. Hmm? I said, is that the fourth BG? But you just barreled right over that. That's fine. Brian Gibbons? <laughs> isn't it Gibbons in that short? In Gibbs. Gibbs is the. Is it Gibbs, Gibbs or yeah. I thought it was Gib? Gib, yeah. Yeah, Barry Gibb. Wait. Uh, so okay. what would Gibbons. Okay. I thought it was they shortened it for Hollywood. To, oh, uh, right. Oh, you thought they changed their. Yeah. I don't know shit about them, by the way. <laughs> They'll think we're Australian. Shorten their names. I know there are two songs. That old 70s disco. Two? It's like Dude, 500 or whatever. Oh, all right. Anyway, so we're, we're a multiplicity. Yeah, good film. Good film. It is. I, I saw it in the theater. I think it was the last gasp of Keaton before he went into that like lull where his films wouldn't sell and people didn't go see well, him anymore. I wonder if he got blackballed because he said no to doing another Batman and Hollywood went, you're an idiot. Yeah. And his other projects didn't do as well as Batman, so they just stopped offering him more. Yeah, for a while. Yeah. All right, what's number six? Uh, six is The Prestige. 
But yes, uh, that is my six as well. Prestige. Perfect timing. Good one. Uh, of the two magician movies that came out that year, yeah. this was my far and away favorite. Yeah. Christopher uh, Nolan, man. What are you going to do? It's not like the other one was made by a bunch of amateurs. You had what? Uh, Giamatti, Ed Norton. The Illusionist. The Illusionist. Jessica Biel. It was Biel. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Scarlett Johansson in uh, Prestige? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. It's fully slanderous in one word. Yeah. Uh, not of her, by the way. Not of Scarlet. No, no, no. Not of Scarlet. I, I know to, what you're saying. I don't mean to tell you your job, but. <laughs> well, Prestige was just way more interesting. Mm hmm. Like bringing Tesla into it. Oh, David Bowie was great. He was great. Oh, it was good, good, so good as Tesla. But, you know, using this for a fucking illusion. Yeah. And then the ultimate end with Hugh Jackman. It's like, that's fucking terrifying, man. Yeah. Look closely. That's how badly you have to one-up. You're willing to die for it. Mm -hmm. Legitimately. That's just disgusting. All the top hats at the beginning, right? That's just laying the groundwork for what you're going to watch. Yeah. What you're going to witness here. These different variations. The weird thing is how – oh, never mind. Mm. I was about to ask a question, but I instantly came up with the answer. And I was mm. like, ah, oh, hey. Um, you got there. Nothing. Okay. Nothing on that. Okay. But um, – no, and, and Hardy, too. Yeah. His real, like, I knew him, and he had done some other things, but to see him play two characters yeah, and do it very convincingly, mm -hmm. where you believed it so thoroughly. Uh, it's an excellent film, man. It is. And people talk about the Batman or Inception, Interstellar. This is a damn good movie that people don't talk about enough. I think it's more rewatchable. Interstellar mm -hmm. to me is more rewatchable probably overall than this because I've seen it more times and I know I'll go back and watch. Right. Especially very specific scenes. Inception has quietly become the least watched Nolan film for me. I never rewatch it. Yeah. As cool as it was, I never rewatch it. I think once you watch it once or twice, you're like, okay, I get what this is about. Yeah. Whereas Interstellar, it can like send you in a million different locations. Uh, Thought patterns or a million different directions. Mm -hmm. um, but Prestige is more like, oh, this is just a cool movie uh, for the concept and for how it's acted out. And also this slight undercurrent of malevolence throughout the whole movie because of the competition and because of like the extent to which they're willing to go. And this kind of like arrogance of believing that they could do it at all costs. You yeah. Know? So I love that. Uh, all right, that was your six? Yep. All right, so that's my six as well, but mine seven was Avengers Endgame. Um, well, you know what? What's that? I went ahead. I looped, I put that- uh, Higher know, up? Higher up. Oh, so it's a punt. Nice. We're going to go ahead and uh, right. uh, punt on that. What's your five then? And we're going to punt that to, uh, well, we'll hold on to that for just a little bit longer. Okay. Uh, five for me is uh, Logan. Oh, shit! Boom, baby! Oh, Boom, baby! Wow. Look, the worst part of himself came back to meet himself. They cloned. So now he's staring at everything that he wants to believe that he's not. Oh, and he's not. But the worst aspects of him are right in front of him. And they're out to kill him. Okay, I'm going to make a d an adjustment here. Okay. Look, it goes both ways. Yep, I'm going to make an adjustment here. I think, and I think I'm right to do it. And I'm sorry to anybody I yelled in their ear if they were just veered off the road. Listening That's the beauty of uh, it'll be run through an equalizer. <laughs> That's true. And they yep. will never know. So that's your number five? That is my five. So that would be my number four. Okay. Fair enough. We talk about it. Okay. 
Uh, perfect timing. Love this. I don't know why. I, because I guess because my mind, I didn't go to clone. Right. I went to actual time travel. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. And so I, but you know, but totally valid, absolutely valid. So Logan totally qualifies. Now you could say you need to retain part of. Well, you need to retain your memory and yeah. your sense of identity to really be a man in the mirror. But there's also the metaphorical meeting mm-hmm. the man in the mirror of within this. Well, I think this is the most cor- – well, until we get to one more, this is the most correct one because this is a younger version of himself meeting an older version of himself. Yeah. And they both recognize what they are and want to destroy the other one. Do you think Younger recognizes him for what he is? Absolutely. Really? Because he seems feral to me. Well, that's what I mean. But only like understands I I will murder everything that come I come oh, into contact I with. That's what you think. Yeah, okay. his motivation is and that that is Wolverine going, I am not I am not an animal. Right. I am not a fucking animal. Right. You know, he's been chased, he's been a mutant his whole life, and he's lived more lifetimes than the average person. Right. So to see the worst aspects of what he fears he is and what others assume he is. I think when you talk about the singularity, that's the singularity right there. I think that thing yeah. needs to kill. Even even if it's a primal feral creature, it sees something that looks just like it that is competing for dominance. Therefore, it must kill it because it is a version of itself in, in recognition in terms of facial yeah. recognition. So that's what I think at the end of the Works day. Works on a lot of different levels. Yeah, sure. That's why the film is one of the best, if not the best, superhero film ever made in my opinion. Um. Yeah. Good choice. All right. So, what's your five? Uh, Back to the Future Two. Because he goes back to see his old uh, the young Biff. I well, I didn't think about that. But hey, it's the one that I watched the least. Okay, that's fair. But yeah, this is the dude. Every scene he has with himself is the reason to watch this movie. Okay. There's nothing else in the movie that's of real interest or fun, in my opinion. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. Man. Yeah. Every- the whole CD, it's Reno, but in wherever the fuck they right, live. Right. Right. Just like I don't like anything. It's about this. it's a it's way too dark of a movie for such a fun franchise. And I don't know what uh, Zemeckis was thinking, but well, it's way too dark. The thing is, it's dark, but it's still holding its its almost comedic kind of look. Mm-hmm. Right, which is confusing. It is. Yes. So you need to like, you pick a lane here. Great point, man. Uh, yeah. Because his old man, that looks like a comedy old man. Yeah, right. And uh, The plaid pants. Yeah, and his mom now, who's married, she looks like she's going to be a comedic type of... yeah. They even do it with the older version, too. With the fake the, boobs and stuff. When he meets his, his older self, Mike Fox. Right, right. Early on, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, that doesn't look real. It looks like he's, you know, yeah, like trying to do his best, best Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy, you know? This doesn't look like Mike J. Fox. That's right. Uh, and like Flea comes in out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, and just like, okay, comedy. And just like, no, this is like depressing. Mm-hmm. This is the, the pitfalls of time travel. Like, well, that's not fun. Yeah. What kid wants to see that? That's a good point. Uh, but yeah, the scenes with the, between them are just so yeah, totally. Funny, it, it, you know, it flat out works. Because it's like it's like it's a guy who's going back to tell his dumbass self. Which how many of us would wouldn't would love the opportunity to go back and be like, if you just do this, this, and this, you'll be fine. Just listen to me. Blah blah blah. So you know, um, that's why I put it as high as up as I did. All right, which number three? Uh, three. No, my number four. I'm oh, sorry, you four. I'm sorry, I apologize. Is uh, primer. I never saw Primer, so go ahead, knock stuff out. Do you want to see Primer? I don't know. Go ahead. I don't care. If I haven't seen it by now, nine times out of ten, it's because I'll get around to it, and I okay. don't mind it being spoiled for me. So it's a couple 
It's like a. It starts off as four engineers. Okay. They're trying to make something. I couldn't tell you what they're trying to make. <laughs> and I don't think they have a real understanding of what they're trying to make. But they never really get into the nuts and bolts of that. What they get to is it comes down to two of them. Two guys kind of just fall by the wayside. Right. And it focuses on these two guys who are friends who are also the engineers. But they build a machine that allows for a finite amount of time travel. Mm-hmm. So, so long as, you know, if you put... Uh, if you put an inanimate object in there, whatever, it comes out at a specific time, whatever, but it comes out at like this weird interval, something over. Okay. It, it, like it's, it's always the same weird interval, but it's weird interval. They're like, well, if we put something smart in there, right. they can figure out when to get out type of thing as oh. opposed to being dictated to as to when you come out and you can manipulate time like that. So they, they do it and they start like uh, making uh, trades for mm-hmm. themselves. But that's kind of a cursory background because what they're trying to do is Understand what exactly they've made. Yeah. And grapple with should they be doing this, should they not? And it escalates from there and eventually they tears a rift within their friendship. Oh. But they interact with – so in essence, you go inside these little boxes and you're in that box for six or eight hours. No. But in that six or eight hours, while you're in the box, you're technically like traveling back through time. Right. Or whatever the the case is, so then you go and you make those trades, and then once they wake up to get out, it's that's where the cycle restarts. Oh, shit. So they just yeah, but it's it's really like you're focusing on that, but you're also yeah. focusing on them going. I don't know if we should do this. Like, why are we doing this? Blah 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 blah. Right. But meanwhile, it just keeps chugging. It's only a, an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah. So interesting. A lot happens, and then it gets the the, the rift happens, mm-hmm. and one friend stays to. Uh, use the technology to stop their previous selves from discovering what they discover. Right. And one goes off to ostensibly you see him building a massive warehouse size one. Yeah. And that's where it ends. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. The one that stays is like, you got to get the fuck out of here. I don't care if I never see you again, but you you cannot stay here. Right, right, right. Because you're not using this. You're going to use this incorrectly type of thing. And he stays to stop so nobody else can get their hands on it. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. And it almost makes you wish, like, oh, I wonder okay. what the follow-up was. What was the fallout? Was there any fallout? Yeah, right. Of him building a bigger one. Did he build a bigger one? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting. It's, it's you know, okay. for a buck 20, they cram a lot in, but it doesn't seem like they cram a lot in. Yeah. So it's good. Okay. Uh, I should watch that then. It sounds cool. Uh, so then my number three is Moon. That's a punt. Oh, I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Go ahead. Three for me is the punt from you giving it to me earlier. I put Avengers Endgame there. I just slotted it <laughs> three. in. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, because I already know I've seen it. <sighs> yes. Way more than anything below it. Oh, okay. Just. Yeah. The I think the only one. Okay. Logan, I've probably seen more times. Yes. Time Cop, I've probably seen more times. Let's scratch that one off. Okay. Avengers, I've seen more than Multiplicity, more than Prestige. More than us, more than predestination, more than primer. Wait, okay. yeah. So okay. it's just like that's when I was going. to. I was like, yeah, boom, let's just inch it up. <laughs> I know in five years it's going to outstrip a lot everything else on the list. Right, right, right. On some level. Um, so yeah, made it to my number three. Okay. Great suggestion. Thank you. Um, clearly, I you know love it. I think anybody listening to us has seen Avengers Endgame. Hey, look, you got me onto Logan, so it's. Uh, I think it's a you know a balance here that we both. Uh, I figured that was a no-brainer. I can't believe. I know. Neither can I. I feel like an idiot. Uh, I think because my mindset wasn't on clones. My mindset was on something else. So that was my well, time bad. travel. Right, 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 and time yeah. travel. So I wasn't thinking. Whereas about Jim it. and I, 
Is he? He's a clone. I'm I assuming. think he is a clone, but I was thinking more about like you know, oh, looking to younger versions of yourself. So it's made in the mirror, that yeah. Linear thing, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is. Uh, I mean, Nebula seeing the younger version or the other version of herself was pretty incredible in the movie, and then seeing having that scene later on where you know she has the break, so you know, in that moment when she's she is. Res- like kind of showing a little bit of vulnerability, right? Mm-hmm. The older, I mean, the younger Nebula, she has a moment where she's, he won't let me change, right? That's yeah. she's still under the mindset. Right. But also that moment, he won't let me change, is the genesis of the Nebula that comes in and is the current Nebula because that has always been inside her, this idea that she didn't want to be his lackey. She didn't want to be this thing, yeah. but she did it because she – Wanted to just find a status well, or place. So she had no choice eventually. Right. She wanted meaning in her life. Serving him brought her meaning. But inside, True. she but knew. But she has right. to do it under his dictate. And if she exactly. fails, she always fails because Gamora is there and Gamora seems to just do it a little bit better every yeah. time. Yeah. It's not by leaps and bounds. You're still, you know, pretty great. But yeah. Gamora can't put herself back together and you apparently need to every once and again. Right. Uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's a good one. When he she shoots herself. Oh, man. I kind of knew it was coming. Right. Because how are you going to give her all the life experiences that you have had over the course of you know, four movies or whatever it is? Right. Um, she'll never understand. So it's a hell of a choice. And the symbolism of it, right? She's killing once and for all this part of herself. Like she's killing that part of herself once and for all. She will never go back to him. She'll never go back to Thanos. Her killing that older version of her or younger version of herself is that symbolism, you know. And so when you tell me comic book movies are just people in fucking tights running around, fuck off. Like there's more going on here than people actually give these comic book movies credit, certainly with the Avengers stuff. I think it's way more depth and complexity. At the same time, though, that is America's ass. (laughs) Damn right it is. So... You know, it's, it's just funny. You bring up that point, ass. and then uh, they still have dudes in spandex. Oh, right. Sure, sure. It is still that. Which speaks volumes to how good the movie is. Without a doubt. part of it, you know? Without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. I love it for that reason. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. That was number three? <clears throat> uh, yeah. We've done your... Th- uh, what's your three? Uh, three was the moon, which was the punt. Okay. Two uh, is, for me... Well, yeah, what's your two? Looper. Uh, that's a punt. Well, not a punt. No. I guess my number one. Okay. So then I don't have your two, or is that a maybe, part from earlier? Maybe, I don't think so. Um, yeah, Looper. Lupa. Lupa. That's how I always say it. That's how I always say it, which is terrible. Lupa. There's nobody from Boston in that fucking movie, but I just like saying it that way. Such a great concept. I know, right? And and a quietly, it to me, was as brilliantly under the radar as The Matrix was. Like, nobody saw this coming. True. Kind of a side movie. Once it move, hit, once everybody, hit. yeah, everybody was, was willing. Yeah, yeah. And the kid is scary as fuck. How has he not been I the best know. working child actor since Haley Joel Osment? Right. I don't know because he, he is so absolutely amazing in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time he's on screen, I'm just like, what's he going to do now? Because he's been, played this, pick, you know, pitch perfect. Yeah. It's been impressive to watch, and you're like five. Yeah. Scary as shit. It is scary as shit. Emily Blunt is great. Bruce is great. Bruce finally, Bruce, whenever Bruce commits, fully commits to a movie, he's great in it. He is great in this. Mm-hmm. Joseph Gordon Levitt kind of looking like Bruce is fantastic. It didn't bother me at all. Nope, not at all. I know a bunch of other people that came out of it and thought it was ridiculous. Oh, really? Oh, That no. was somewhat of the backlash 
Uh, I remember great. at the time they mm-hmm. weren't saying it was bad. They were just like, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, really? I kind of, you know, it didn't throw me off too much. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a larger story than people give it credit for because you see Japan and the, the, all these different places. It goes all around, and not just time jumping. It goes all around all the, and mm-hmm. and also dealing with the future, like this. This whole this age old concept, would you go back and kill Hitler if you had a chance to do so? Right? And here's this kid. But the mom says, No, if we just do this, he won't end up like this. Maybe he maybe won't have, right? we have to give him the, the chance. Exactly. And so eventually, uh, you know, Willis sees the logic of it, you know. And so that that is I just find the film so uh eminently rewatchable because of that. You know, there's so it's, much here. It is. It's, I mean, thinking about somebody that had that kind of telekinetic power. Yeah. So there's no way they don't become a dictator. How do you stop someone like this as soon as another kid starts expressing any kind of power of that magnitude? It's threatening. It is. Right. So you're, now you're killing children. And the only way you're getting you know away with that is through an iron fist of control. Yeah. It's the only fucking way. Yep. Just you, li- you rule until you die because no one is strong enough to kill you. Yeah. That's fucking brutal. That means that dude could go international if he really wanted to. Oh, of course. Um, well, it's, a, it's like a – what did we just see recently that's like that? Oh, The Boys. The Boys on Amazon. Uh, didn't watch it. Oh, okay. I would encourage you to watch it. But I saw some of the first episode and I was like, nah. Okay. But it's like this idea of, well, if superheroes actually existed – and humans became these superheroes through a program, how much of them would really be like noble, good people? Of course. Right? We see, we see power Very corrupt. Few. We see power corrupt all the time. And, what are, and in what institution we're talking about, the government, the police, the military, there is corruption where there's power. Wherever there's power over people, corruption is right around the corner, if not right there sitting next to that person. And so – that's why I like I love the the show so much because it was like yeah this is what it would actually be like I know we all want to think that it would be like Superman in the American way no this is what it would be like because we see people with actual power to cause wars between nations yeah uh, be casual or stupid or ignorant with that power or corrupt with that power uh, without the giving it a second thought so why wouldn't someone with the ability to level cities not, you know, indulge in their worser natures because who's going to stop them? See, what I found interesting about it is like the girl that gets clipped in the opening 10 minutes or whatever and the insurance and all that. And I was like, okay, the day-to-day, the reality of having these people, that's really interesting. But then the girl that wins the contest. Yeah. And as soon as she enters the magical lair and I was like, wow, we're doing a lot. Yeah. You know, Maybe ease me into that aspect of it before it just full on, you know, basically showing your balls to a stranger. You're right. There you go. Mine wasn't a stranger, but, you know, <laughs> we've only known each other for a couple months. Still. Well, and it's worse in the comic. Like she has to she has to essentially perform oral sex on all of them. Yeah. So it's it's that kind of brutality of what this would be because celebrity because I think to me that was made out of coming out of like celebrity couch stories or I mean, sorry, casting couch stories with celebrities or producers or directors. How many people in old Hollywood or maybe even more recent Hollywood like had to endure this kind of sexual stuff because they really wanted to become famous or or and did it. And at a time when 
Oh yeah, there was no, no Me Too movement or anything. No yeah, one's no. gonna find out. Right. No one's gonna find Any out. Any gossip columnist that got their hands on it, you could squash them. Yep. Unless it was truly heinous. Right. Like right. I'm sorry, the police are involved. But if it was, if look, there was more than one Harvey Weinstein oh, yeah. before there was Harvey Weinstein. Yep. Uh, For many years, that's an age-old exactly. tradition in this fucking town. And I'm glad I was never part of it. No shit. And I bet there's someone who's out there that we don't even think about, who's like fucking Harvey Weinstein, but no one's exposing that person yet. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't I've, be surprised. I've heard of one or two modern mm-hmm. stories. Yeah. Um, what I'm saying within comedy. Not oh, right, right, right. Other people haven't, but yeah. both were willing participants ultimately, ultimately at the end of the day. Yeah. One offered the other one, hey, I can help you get on this. And the other one was like, it's worth the trade off. Jesus Christ. Worked for some of them. It didn't work out for others. Yeah. yeah. But they still got their, I've only heard a couple, but it's just like, well, all right. Yeah. One I know is for sure true. <laughs> the other one we all suspect, but. Right. But I don't know that one. Yeah. And I'm not going to say either on this because it's not my place. Yep. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair and enough. we don't have the budget yeah. to hold off any libel. <laughs> <laughs> no, assault. we don't. So there is literally no point. <laughs> um, All right. Uh, so Lupa was my two. Lupa. What's your two? Star Trek 2009. Old Spock and New Spock. That's fine. What do you mean? No. It's it's fine. That's a fantastic film. Uh, yeah, it is. It's actually really good. Yeah. So how do you say it doesn't I, qualify? I'm just fainting because I didn't think of it. And I don't, <laughs> I don't know if it would have made my list. That's fair. Given what else is on there, and I okay. like it, and I'm just like, ah, oh, I didn't think of that. I thought of other Star Treks. Yeah. Before I thought of that one. Oh yeah, with in six where Kirk is yeah. uh, against Kirk. Yeah. Well, there's but, that one, and then there's a Picard one where he runs into his younger self. Oh, Tom Hardy. Yes. Is the uh, cloned <sighs> version of him? That was the only one. I, Nemesis. Nemesis, right. And I was like, I don't know if I... Yeah. I don't have... I like that one in the mm-hmm. Next Generations, but at the same time, I don't know about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, this one, obviously, I mean, uh, just seeing Zachary Quinto and uh, Leonard Nimoy have a conversation and, you know, near the end of the movie, and it's like, oh, we were told this was going to mess up the space-time continuum. And it's like, nah, man, this is what would do it. We're not doing that, so... And they have this really cool and tender conversation and, uh, you know, seeing it's uh, in essence, it's Nimoy giving this crew his blessing that they mm-hmm. can take on the legacy of the old crew True. of the original trilogy crew rather and and go forward with this new iteration of it. And I love that. And so to me, that's why it because I'm a massive Star Trek fan. So to me, that's why it moves up as high as it is, because it's like I never thought you'd see uh, Nimoy back as Spock again. Um, and then to see him kind of bless the other Spock, like, that's very rare in movies, very rare in entertainment that you see that happen in a film. And if, in a film that's good and well-written and leads to that moment organically and logically, so it's such a great payoff when it happens, in my opinion. I mean, it would come down to us or predestination versus that on my list. Okay. It is a good one, though. When they rebooted it, and I was like, you know what? I like this. It makes. I think it, it opened up Star Trek more to the masses. Yes, I agreed. Um, so there's nods to it was more accessible. people in the know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also, hey, this is. I didn't mind the lens flares. Yeah, I noticed it the first time seeing it. I was like, this is a lot of lens flares. <laughs> and it's one of those. Uh, right after that, everybody had that thought. Yeah, you know, so everybody rushed to make their stupid fucking joke. And yeah, it's when you realize that most of your thoughts are unoriginal. It's one of those, you know, it's just 
We all think of the same shit. It's true. Large true. enough pool of brains. A lot of them are going to come up with the same exact, you know, stupid line. Right. Uh, but yeah, it is damn good. It would probably make it over predestination in that I know I'm going to watch it way more and us for that right. matter. I've already seen it a bunch of times. Okay. I like that. I like Into Darkness too. Oh, I, I like Into Darkness up until the reveal, or up until the end, rather. Actually, I, I don't like them reversing con. Dead by the middle. Oh, you're insane. It, I look. I just took it as it's a different take on it. Yeah. That's all. Okay. That's all. All right. You know. All right. All right. Uh, all right. So let's put this thing together. Well, my number one. Oh yeah. What's your number one? Is Moon. Yeah. Right. Moon. Everyone knew your number one was Moon because I you punted it from earlier. But I know ahead. we hadn't talked about it. That's so true. why are you acting? Break it down. You were jumping into the list before we actually revealed both lists. I apologize. Tell me about the plight of Gertie. Could be the most insincere apology I think <laughs> I've ever witnessed upon doing this show. It was so false. You're looking down, already starting number one, like <laughs> typing away. I apologize. Uh, Moon is great. It's come up a few other times. Look, it's a, a Sam Rockwell at his best. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he hasn't done amazing things since, but I'm saying if you want to see how good an actor Sam Rockwell is, watch him bring an existential terror to life for you, and it makes you ask this quandary of yourself when he fires off back to Earth. Yep. It's such a weird... You know it's not going to end well for him, but you're hoping it ends well for him. Yeah. You're hoping he's the one that bucks the odds, but you know that's just... We saw that bunker, man. You got a fucking shelf life. And it's brutal. It yeah. is brutal. So, it's you know, he's gone and the whole family that moves on without him. And he's told this lie upon lie upon lie. And it's been going on for X number of years. And man, I remember the first time I saw that, I was like, how is nobody talking about this movie? Wow. Yeah, I know. It was one of those Duncan Jones directed this thing. It was one of those ones. Once again, going to these quiet, ponderous sci-fi films. Yeah. This is small. This is small. Right. And so you... You almost own this one when you see it. You're like, oh, you know, yeah, feels- I got to tell people about it, you know, but I don't want to tell the masses about it, but I want to tell people because more people need to see this thing. And so you pick and choose which friends that you know will ex- will True. enjoy Moon, right? And get it. Yeah. There are movies that, oh, you haven't seen that? You would like that. Yeah. You need to see that. Trust me. Uh, and it is nice. Because you feel like uh, you discovered a band before they hit huge. Yes. And you're like, you have no idea how good they are. They're going to crush. Watch this. Yeah. I remember walking out of like uh, 28 Days Later and The Raid and like a few of them. You're like, dude, you don't normally like these movies because I don't. Yeah. So you're going to love this fucking movie. Trust me. Go see this. Yeah. Uh, It does happen, man. It's a good feeling, too. But all right, so there we go. There's our number one. <laughs> no, but like, yeah. All right, fine, fine, fine. The clones are great, uh, and the twist as well is fantastic. When you find out, all right. You want to type this time? Yeah, I'll type. Okay. What do we call it? Top ten man in the mirror movies. Let's do it. What's number yeah. one? Lupa. Uh, that's two. What? One. I yeah. have Looper at one. Looper goes one. So then Moon. Lupa Moon. Lupa Moon. Um, Logan. That's four or five. Where do you have Avengers? It's like seven. Oh, seven, yeah. Then, yeah, Logan would go. Okay. Okay. Then I would say probably Avengers. Oh, Prestige, right? Well, but I think we have Oh, because three, seven, three, yeah. seven. Got it, got it, got it. My bad. All right. Because Prestige is what, like six, six or six, Yeah, seven? I have six at mine. 
Then I'd say Prestige, obviously, okay. next. All right. Moving it up. All right. Um, us, we should wait. Yeah. Probably. All right. What's your next time? What's your... I have Star next... Trek at two. Oh, go. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Go. That's which, higher than anything. Which... Primer's my next. Which is? How many we got left? Uh, three, se- oh, three, seven, eight, nine, ten. Four. Okay. Seven, eight, nine, and ten. So Primer's my next highest. Which is? Uh, my number four. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And then what? Do you want to do us here at eight? Yeah, let's do us there because then I threw Time Cop on my list for... You did. So to put Time Cop yeah. there? Okay. Nine, and then what do you got left? I have Back to the Future 2 at five. What do you have? That makes it on the list. Okay. That's right. higher than anything I got. Let's make like a tree and leave, you idiot. All right. There it is. Done let's and break done. this thing down. Uh, the top ten man in the mirror movies, yeah. Uh, number ten, Back to the Future two, nine, Time Cop at eight, Us coming in at number seven, Primer at number six, Star Trek two thousand nine in the five spot, The Prestige at number four, Avengers Endgame in the three hole, Logan. Finally, our number two movie. Moon. And the number one Man in the Mirror movie on the top ten is... Lupa. Lupa. <laughs> it's fucking Lupa. Lupa. <laughs> this could be the most interesting show in that we both yeah. put movies on each other's list. Yeah. I don't think that's ever happened. I don't think so either. But I think it's good that we were, we were open to it because yes. we were like, okay... Oh, I hadn't thought of that. That makes sense. That totally works. And yeah. to the gentleman that said he would take a, uh, I can't remember who it was. He tweeted at us, I believe. Yeah. And said, "Hey, if nobody's started to, to keeping the list, oh, uh, I'll go ahead and jump in on that." It's, I think he said he didn't want to start a bunch of work, but and then to find out that somebody's already done all of it. Yeah. And I was like, to my knowledge, I don't believe anybody has done it. Yeah. So if you want to do it, so please, keeper of the list. Annotate this one is maybe the only time that we have both put movies on the other person's list. He, he's now the official person. I think once he gets us that list, he's the official okay. person. Okay, so whoever gets us that list first becomes Correct. the official person. I can't remember who it was. I, okay. I, I apologize right. for right. that. All right. But uh, keeper of the list. Yeah. Just mark, a, it in the, mark it in the books. And just to light a little fire under your ass, there are other people who want to be keepers of the list. So just letting you know. Whoever submits first and is accurate and correct. Three, four people have reached out. We used to have one way, way back when. Do you remember Adelaide Lake? I of course. It was yeah. And he would send us an Excel spreadsheet right. every couple months of the updated. And I haven't heard from him in years. I hope it's all right. Yeah. You know, okay. he moved on. Uh, yeah, life, uh, whatever. I, I think he had at least one child. Maybe yeah. he's got two, three now. Maybe he's that guy who's like, oh, I remember the top ten show. I remember when I was Could be. Guys. Or maybe just like, dude, I don't have the time. I wish I could listen to a podcast. <laughs> I've been there. I'm sorry. I'm fucking talking all day. I'm doing this. I don't yeah. have time to sit quietly and listen to anything. Right. Pardon me, but I don't have time. Um, but, yeah. <clears throat> and um, so we have um, hopefully the week after you hear this, but yeah. we'll have some big announcements coming up. No yeah. BS. No BS. Big announcements. Big announcements coming up. Mm. Um, but it's some some uh, different things we're going to be offering for you guys. Yep. Uh, hopefully within the next week after you hear this to two weeks, we will announce on the show. But if nothing else, on Twitter, 
at yeah. Matt knows that the rogue it says over at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the top 10 show with the number 10 and uh, anywhere else. Um, and thanks. Our thanks to everybody that helps us with the show, because yeah. once that rolls out, I'm sure they're going to be, you know, they're going to have a little bit more to, to deal with. So our thanks uh, preemptively to, to Chris Alexakos, Matthew Hasso, Kristen Smith, Joe Obara and Mike Shea. Mm-hmm. Uh, our eternal thanks to all five of you. And I think that is it for us this week, don't you? Yeah, agreed. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Patreon, www.patreon.com slash the top 10. Uh, and uh, yeah, as Matt said, <clears throat> the big announcements are coming. This is no bullshit. Get ready. Uh, we just closed one of them today. So we're excited. We can't talk about it yet, but we're excited to talk about it soon. And I think it will be something really great for you guys as listeners of ours and for the show itself. Um, and uh, other things that are coming down the pike that possibly you all will get to see us live uh, sooner than you think. So, yeah. All uh, right. That's a couple different venues in a couple different cities. That's what we're working on. But that is it, ladies and gentlemen. You got anything else, my <laughs> no, man? I'm good. Adios. Ooh.